I hope you all have had a good week so far. This is Dre with another episode, and this is Exposed. I want to apologize. I ain't dropped nothing in about two weeks. I got a lot of stuff going on. I tend to pile my plate with a bunch of different things, a lot of different um, objectives, you feel me? So got these businesses I'm trying to get off the ground, and I just got an audition opportunity for a small film, so wish me luck. But today, we're going to talk about rejection is better than regret. I feel like a blessing comes in many disguises. Just because something didn't work out or you were denied an opportunity, um, it isn't always a bad thing. Rejection is better than regret only because rejection can be a form of protection and shield from wasted time, money, resources, heartbreak, and uh, the list goes on. In this episode, I want to talk about rejection being a good thing. Uh, would you rather accept rejection or live in a life of regret? This is for my dream chasers, hesitant on starting that project, or to that person who just can't accept the fact that their plan may have not gone as planned due to circumstances. Being very wise and thoughtful will help you live a life of no regret and will mold you into a fearless person who isn't scared of rejection. I thrive off rejection, honestly. It's only fuel to my fire to get up. Dust off and try again. Uh, rejection is temporary while regret is forever. And I feel that that must be a constant way in when you contemplate on decisions that can change your future for the better or worse. So why does rejection hurt so much? Some key parts to rejection, I would say, is denial, anger, bargaining and depression. I'm going to jump into the first listed, and that's denial. When a person is in denial, I believe it's to soften the blow of the reality that the ego was hurt. So we'll justify in many ways to make it seem like what was said or done was mediocre, as if it never happened. When being in denial, you're stating what has been done or said is not true. Being rejected is a form of your true outlook on yourself and the reality you live in. And it can be unpleasant, you know, so being combative and defensive is a mechanism to mask your inner truth. Now, anger, I would say, comes from the ego of being hurt. And all us men and women go through this. I feel like when we're being rejected, it sparks a certain emotion. Like for me, what would make me angry is if a business deal didn't fall through as planned, even though you shouldn't have high hopes from the jump. I know that that play would have been financially beneficial. Now, the only thing I'll never get in my emotions about is the rejection of a female. And I feel like a lot of dudes need to understand a woman is obligated to turning down any offer we throw at them. It's in that moment where you need to accept that rejection. You can either pop out her one more time just in case she didn't understand you the first time or just keep it pushing. You feel me? Reevaluate, cock and reload for the next play. It's never by force if she decides to stay. You always want to make your presence comfortable to be around. You can always leave your number and let her know this is where you could be found. Rejection can trigger anger, but it can teach and build character. Now, when rejected, depending on how bad we want what we were desiring, people will tend to bargain and negotiate terms to meet at a neutral agreement in order to avoid rejection. You should never bargain if you're in the midst of being rejected. A prime example of that would be the negotiation of pay at your job. You should be okay with walking away if the pay isn't suitable to the experience you have for the position. 
Standing firm regardless of the rejection now come with it will allow folks to respect your stance. Being okay with certain circumstances will allow you to respect what you stand for as well. There should never be any bargaining, especially if it's one-sided. There's nothing I could do for you and there's nothing that you could do for me. If what I'm offering or asking for has to be negotiated after being rejected and you aren't budging and not opening to making any adjustments on your end, it's a wrap. Now, depression is another one. I seriously do believe that the majority of people can't handle rejection and that rejection is a leading factor that is a contribution to depression, which can lead you down a road of deep thoughts and overanalyzing situations. It is a reality check that is a hard pill to swallow with lots of discomfort as well. Depending on how you're built mentally and spiritually, the depression can leave you feeling hopeless and worthless with irrational thoughts that school uh, perceptions. A prime example of this is not getting that job you apply for, like I mentioned earlier, and feeling like a worthless failure. Now, it's plenty of things I could say that I regret, but I've looked at every regret as a life lesson. Regretting something has major consequences because it's something you proceeded to do, knowing the risk that comes with it. There's been friendships, women, and life decisions that I've mistakenly made the wrong choice that I pay for later down the line. So the the reason rejection is better than regret is because the rejection, there's no time wasted. A person can let you know what it is right away. The thing is, when you regret a situation... It's usually the time wasted that's the most upsetting. That's the thing that bothers me the most, especially in a situation such as the honeymoon phase. Say you're in a situation with someone and it's all good in the beginning. When the flags start to appear, we don't get out of there right away. We tend to stick around thinking there will be change, but that's usually not the case. People are usually stuck in their ways, especially the older we get. We tend to put ourselves through damage and trauma that we don't deserve, especially if you are the type who actually put in the work to develop into a wiser, more mature person. I regret the time wasted when I was younger, dibbling and dabbling in the streets when I should have been focused like I am now. I could have achieved way more, but the environment was unhealthy, so it was impossible during that time. I remember during the time um, I was in business with my cannabis company, it was several mistakes I made that I regretted. I mentioned in my book that I purchased all my company cards under my personal credit. <laughs> Hella dumb. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Knowing what I know now, it would have been uh, best to obtain a line of business credit. But in that particular industry, it's damn near impossible to get a line of business credit due to the industry. The good thing about that knowledge I obtained, I could take that information and apply it to my new ventures, which I plan on doing. So you can not you can really not just beat yourself over the head all the time when you make certain mistakes. You have to kind of like step back and think for a moment, think, you know, like this is actually educational. Uh, this is what they're usually not, you know teaching in college and in high school and stuff like that. You have to go through trial and error. And some regret, uh, some regretful moments that I, I have, I don't fully regret because, like I said, uh, certain things that I've been through helped transform me into a much stronger and smarter individual. So I'm very blessed. But, like, in business, like, when I had my dispensary, I was making several 
several mistakes. Um, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit, but uh, it wasn't to the point to where it was super detrimental. It was fixable. But, you know, when when you're you don't really have like somebody there to teach you a mentor. I mean, I had a mentor, my attorney, but someone that um, has experience in that particular industry, you, you it's just trial and error. And so I had to bump my head several times, you know, the vehicles, you know, um, taking out nets with uh, different companies, not understanding slow times, um, certain seasons, you know, like there's Croptober. Croptober basically is where the black market floods the market with lower price marijuana the list goes on like i could go all day but those are some key key points and key attributes to some of the mistakes and regrets that i made because if i would have knew better i would have did better but it's all good at the end of the day i got this one story i know during the pandemic i was getting the house built and so my cousin Erica, she was telling me, man, go with this realtor, go with this realtor. Um, his name is Nelly, young black guy, right? Go with him, man, because the people that I was going through to to get my house built, this is where I actually found out what systematic racism was. And so my cousin, so I was getting a house built. I had invited my cousin down to come check out the lot of uh, land that I um, purchased where they were going to be building the house. And uh, she came down. She's like, oh, cool. We'll told her the price. She put her money down and was going to get a lot or uh, get a house built in the same area. Now, they were giving her a hard time. They, I thought they were giving me a, a it, it was all good. Like everything was, was working as planned. Everything was going smooth. But um, I should have. She wound up meeting um, a guy that helped her get the house that she's in now. And I'm hella mad to this day that I didn't follow the instructions she gave me by suggesting going with this new realtor. Because he would have helped me through the whole process. Because there were, it was a new new development, um, new neighborhood, and... You know, I feel like they, I was a single black man at the time. I really didn't feel like they wanted me in that neighborhood. Um, I do feel like it's, they feel like there's certain groups that will bring the value down in the neighborhood. I don't know. But I didn't get the house. I wanted to get my money back. But didn't get the house because they were saying, oh, Cannabis owner or cannabis business owners can't get federally backed loans. And my, um, I had some, I was part owner of another dispensary and the K, I think it's the K2s or whatever that I, I was providing them with to show, you know, the, um, the money that I'll receive from the other company. Those, that proof wasn't working as well. So they were just giving me a hard time. The builders couldn't wait no longer and I wound up. Missing out on, uh, you know, my home. And so I regret not going with Nelly, 
who was recommended to me by my cousin. I'm not saying I was hard-headed, but I do feel like I just had tunnel vision. Like, oh, these people that I'm dealing with have my best interests when really they didn't. They really didn't even want me in there. The property, I think before they even laid a piece of wood down, when uh, I think it gained like, I think it was either forty or $60,000 uh, in value. And this is before they even started building. And so that was one of the, that was a big one. That was a big one because that was that was the around the time when there was a lot of money coming in during a pandemic and um I missed out. I mean, that wasn't the last house they're gonna be building on this earth. I mean, there's gonna be several other opportunities, but that was I mean the money was coming in so fast, so quick, a lot at one time, uh, to where it only made sense to purchase properties and um it didn't go as planned. So it's kind of mad that I didn't go with the people or the person that was recommended to me, but it's all good. I'm I'm working with him now, and we're actually in the process of trying to get in me getting me a house, so it's all good. Are you interested in furthering your education on how to get in the cannabis industry, or trying to further your knowledge on how to create a concrete foundation for your new business? Check out my new book, Cannabis Delivery Done Right, now on Amazon and BarnesandNobles.com. Now I can look at that situation. As me being rejected and possibly being protected, I do believe in God. I do believe in a higher power. And I do feel like I was being protected because I had a lot going on, not only in the business world, but in my personal life. I'm not going to go into detail. Um, I don't know who's listening, but I'm just throw this disclaimer out there. I'm not going to throw no shots. Um. But for those who do know me that are listening, know exactly where I'm going with this. Uh, and I'm going to tread lightly. But I, I had the I had the wrong, I had certain things around me that I know that were not good for me. And, uh, and I'm talking about uh, people. Now, because, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not going to say no names. But those that helped me build my business, I'm not talking about you. Let me just go ahead and. Get that out the way. But I had some other shit going on to where I may not have gotten that house because God was protecting me. Because I can only imagine what would have happened if I would have received and gotten that house. Um, that opportunity was taken from me. And it's not the only opportunity. That's how I look at it. So like I mentioned, that's not the only home out here for sale. That's not the only home being built on this earth. Uh, so like I'm back in position. And going through the, the motions of trying to get another house. But that particular house, I feel for sure wasn't supposed to go through. Because if the stress that I was going through and the, the pain that I was going through. Not, and I'm not talking about my business. I'm talking about my, pers my personal life. It would have been on a magnitude times 100. Like getting my house taken from me type shit. Locking in with me and for the wrong reasons to try to come up. And I'm going to leave it at that. So I do feel like that house was not supposed to go through now that I am out that situation. Um, and things are slowly working itself out. I do feel that I will get another opportunity. I actually will get another opportunity. Hopefully by next year. I'm speaking it into existence and 
be able to provide a comfortable life for my son. Um, but things don't work out sometimes. Not because you're doing something wrong, but the universe is probably not allowing it to go through. And that's how I had to look at that situation. We are protected in a way by God and we are his children at the end of the day. And he doesn't want to see us hurt. And if you have certain people around you um, that are no good for you, um, such as like with my business, you know, I feel that that was broken down to shambles for a reason. Um, not because I probably did something wrong. It was probably removed in a way to where I'm going to remove this from you. I know you could build you another one, but you have energy around you that is not good for you. And that energy will do more harm than good. And I'm going to remove some things from you because that is the, how do I say this? It's the... It's the main mold of the reason why they're even dealing with you. So, like I said, the house, the business, taken away from me. The cars, taken away from me. And um, it's, I'm going to get all that back. But at the same time, like I said, um, God puts people in your life and also removes people, plus things, materialistic things out of your life, just to clear the air. And so... Um, that I do feel um, me being rejected, like I said earlier, the house not going through was for a reason more on a higher spiritual note. Uh, it honestly wasn't nothing that I did wrong, you know, had all my tax documents in order. Um, I had two um, I had two accountants in place, so professional accountants that I paid a lot of money for. So it's not like I wasn't doing my job right. Um it's just that things didn't work out, maybe because they were out of my control on a more spiritual level. But that's, you know, that's that, whatever. Um, I'm not going to go too far there. And, you know, I'm going to shut this down. Uh, I wanted to get this one out, get back into motion. Like I said, I got a lot of stuff going on, man. Um, I'm not going to speak on the business that... Uh, I have electrical vehicle charging station company, but I have a really big opportunity on the table that um, I'm working on. So I'm focused on that. Uh, like I said, I have an acting gig that's coming up. I want you guys to still support my book, um, Cannabis Delivery Done Right. I feel like I'm missing something else. Um, oh, and then I have a real estate uh, investment company. So... Just juggling a lot, man. Trying to run it up. Trying to enjoy life, too, at the same time. And really spend time with my son. Mom, I'm not going to hold y'all up. It's Dre. Holla at me, man. Follow me on Instagram. Official underscore one underscore of one. Did I say that right? I always fuck up. I always fuck up. At official underscore one underscore of underscore one. Please follow me on Instagram. Holla at me, man. Tap in with me. I appreciate y'all's support. Until next time. Peace.